Hello everyone. You're listening to Cracking the Code, a weekly podcast series presented by Onflit. I'm Dil Nawaz, founder of Co-Design Labs and Onflit and your host for this podcast series. On Cracking the Code every week, we connect and interact with YouTubers, stand-up comics, digital content creators, artists, actors, chefs and many more people who opted for an unconventional career path and made it big. Cracking the Code is your gateway into inspiring stories of professionals who chose an offbeat career path and turned their passion into a full-time profession. Dive into the amazing stories of our speakers as they unfold their career journeys from scratch and how they did it. As they say, why reinvent the wheel when you can learn from the best and make your own way? With every conversation you listen to on Cracking the Code, you're one step closer to kickstarting your own journey. So let's begin. Hey, hey Raja. How are you? Hi. How are you doing, Dilnavas? I'm good, man. Good evening. How are you? What's up? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you so much for having me here on your show. So, guys, all those who are watching, let me tell you who Raja is. So, Raja is an award-winning anchor. He's a rapper. He's a life entertainer. Uh, he is a seasoned entertainment entrepreneur. This guy is everywhere. You put your hand into rap or anchoring MC music. This guy is there. He has almost like decade-long experience into all these industries. And now he's also on YouTube with a channel called Cut the Crop. And last but not least, one thing you should uh, be jealous of, and at least I am, he is the most stylish MC of India 2020. Raja, yeah. Stages yours. Man, I'm super excited about how you introduced me. I didn't know all of these things. I didn't even remember these things. You know, I got to make a note, and every time I go on stage or actually go live, I need to dial uh, Dilnavas and tell him, please come in and introduce me, man. It just, it's just putting all of these amazing things together. Yeah. Well, you know, Dilnavas, uh, what I look at it as, uh, you know, all of these things as well, right? You said it's bifurcation, but it's bifurcation within the entertainment and the media sector. If you look at right. it, right? Well, when I was about 22 is when I started an artist management company called Team INC. And uh, mm-hmm. when Team INC catered mostly to the corporates and uh, the wedding and the social market. But later on, when I, uh, when I was around 25, I shifted into the independent music management scene as well because I come from a music space since I was 16 years old. So how I uh, look at my evolution is every three years is when I try to do something different. And I act like it's a pattern that I've kind of noticed within myself of being self-aware and actually going back and evaluating my own journey, right? Uh, so when I was 25, uh, there was an amazing rapper that I kind of signed. His name is, he goes by the name Divine. I'm sure everybody's heard about him. And Mere uh, Gali Mein came out, you know, with, yep. if you play the video, it goes Team INC Presents. And that particular track actually shifted the paradigm of where Bollywood wanted to come into uh, independent music, which is hip hop and rap and explore more and all of that. And by the time I was 27, again, I was moving into a different uh, tangent of actually hosting worldwide, uh, doing IPs. Like IPs was something, uh, intellectual properties was always something that I was very fond of. And it's still something that I keep doing uh, every year, at least 10 to 12 IPs, you know, that I'm kind of associated with. And uh, by the time I turned 30, you know, by the time I turned 29, there was, uh, you know, me, the rapper inside me was like, it's about time we make an album. And we started making right. work, working on the music album. 
and uh, suddenly the pandemic came through and it said it's about time you start your digital footprint on uh, youtube i'm like okay okay you know so everything was planned mm-hmm. after the occasions also came through and after i right. saw i kind of invested in all of these things right so i just want to do that's what i wanted to tell people this is not a product of multitasking this is a product of focus straight one dimensional vision with uh, you know a straight vision right there with other perspectives open but believing in oneself in that they can do that particular thing the number of times i've heard no is not even funny you know like you know but i'm used to it because when you're when you're from bombay even the rickshaw wala tells you no right like yeah bhaiya chalo no no i'm like okay all right the man or that woman is just like another rickshaw wala in my life who's saying no so please go there's someone else who's going to believe in me and before anybody right. else believes in me my mirror needs to believe in me and he my mirror talks back to me and says all right you're doing good so i'm okay with that at the end of the day you know so let's talk a little on the skills first before we jump into the other sides what do you think are the most critical skills if somebody is willing to explore this as a career opportunity or career option i'll tell you at least two to three things that are very common between uh, being an mc and being a rapper right one communication both sides need need communication whether you're a rapper whether you're an mc right both need to talk in certain way that other people would be open to listening to what you're talking second the content that you create both need need to again create content that is different but at the same time that people can connect with number 3 right both need to be stylish because you're going on on a public platform so please you know your style is your attitude that you wear on you it's not a cl- you know it's 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 not a fabric to hide your nakedness it's it's an expression is what i always believed in you know and uh, if you look at both these careers um Hmm. rap actually gave me this entire persona and fed it into me about becoming something bigger and larger than life is because hmm. i've always loved the underdog stories i've always studied history in a way who could not achieve and then they went on and achieved you know the other day i was studying uh, about how the nanda dynasty fell down in our country and uh, you know how the mauryan empire was formed i'm like So the Mauryan Empire was also a uh, underdog, right? Which came through as like this amazing thing. So unless you don't believe in what you want to do, unless you you know, see if you don't have the skills, you can work to get those skills. But right. if you don't have the will, no one can help you with it. You know? So whether you're in it or not, see if you want to rap cool, fine, but why do you cool. want to rap? Is it because it's going to get you success short in a, in a short span? No, it won't. There are you know when we started like 15 years back into rap music there was literally five pe- five people in bombay rapping including me now mm-hmm. you have 50 people just around where i stay in my locality trying to rap right the competition is gone higher and higher and higher so we need mm-hmm. to realize sit down evaluate you know you don't need to be a rapper you can be an artist manager you can understand the dynamics of how this industry works but even right. if you want to do that please figure out the first reason i even started as my entrepreneur career was because rappers were not getting work dilnabas rappers were not being able to pay bills and i'm like why mm. are we not being able to pay bills aren't we why are people not paying us then i understood it's the damn presentation it's how you communicate to the other side of the world mm. which is the corporate mm. world and get their money into the independent side as an independent rapper if i go in and be like yo Yo, what's happening you know i want some money from your business let's do that they'll be like like no no we don't we don't do money like that you know that's right. not the 
which we communicate right. and that's not how we do do our things you know like like five years back if you told me i'm going to wear a polo and sit down and have a conversation with you that's never been my thing you need to evolve mm-hmm. with your art and craft as well but then again to be an mc your vocabulary needs to be hitting hard your tonality yep. your diction uh the way you express yourself on stage your body language and mm. uh, also what you speak needs mm. to be actually people need to actually invest their time in you and if you don't invest your time into somebody who is not up to the mark why should they invest into you if you're not up to the mark so Absolutely. make sure you're up, yeah evaluate yourself talking talking part of the mirror do some actions do do all of these things see your expressions change from time to time focus because uh i don't know if you've read this but uh 70% plus of our communication is non verbal yeah absolutely it's absolutely whenever we speak the words you know words and sentences are literally less than 20% you know mm. body language or tonality diction the word formation the ton- uh, you know the uh, the way you speak and all of these type of things those have more importance then actually what you're actually saying so yeah. so do do you so do you think the the the, the background in the rap helped you to be a better mc yeah 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 i have a quote from one of your articles and the quote says that rap has a rebellion rebellious side to it and oh, you yeah. said it in one of your articles and uh, this is uh, i found you quoting about the journey of the music industry and the music business so let's talk about your journey into the music industry music business i started rapping when i was 14 years old man and i uh, 14 13 14 years old and it was uh, to begin with i was in school and uh, i just wanted to impress a few girls and uh, write write a couple of <laughs> things and it actually worked it did it did actually it did i went on my first date when i was 15 right so i mean it did and uh, the rapper tag back then it was very like oh my god he's a rapper right cool but then eventually what we also need to understand sound keeps changing style keeps changing yep. everything keeps changing if you're still that 15 year old kid in your 30s and still trying to do that then people are going to be like this is weird i don't want to see a grown grown ass man doing what a teenager would do you know what i mean mm. we need to evolve with that as well but once it started i did not uh, i fell in love with it man i i i i'm still in love with it and why did i want to do it it was as simple as uh, one i growing up i was a rebellious teenager two mm. i was the underdog who came from uh, very minimalistic surroundings but then i wanted to go ahead and get everything in the life that i kind of wanted to and have the best life possible for me and my people that were uh, and my family basically so mm. i chose music as a sense of rebellion as a sense mm. of uh, standing up against the wrong as a sense of expressing myself as a sense of having fun and as a sense of building community so that mm. got me into this entire thing and uh, every day i would write a page no matter it was good bad ugly this is okay. 14 15 right and uh, every day no matter it's 12 o'clock 11:30 uh, 12 11:30 at night my mother would come and tell me can you stop doing that can you not skip a day i'm like no i don't want to because it's practice right it's practice you know um ronaldo did not become ronaldo in a day he practiced all his life and then is when he's become who he is now you know i i, I did leave it for a couple of years i actually left it for four years four years four years mm-hmm. nine months be precise then i came back with an uh, with a track and everybody from the underground the kids had grown up everybody had grown up you know a 13 year old was a 18 year old by now a 15 year old was a 20 year old by now and they all came through on the video showed me love they were all hanging out you know it was one of those 
vibes that you had to capture and then i'm like man i'm back and i'm back with a vengeance and i'm here to take everything that i left you're still in music business these days right so right now yeah absolutely right now i'm working on my album my company is managing a, a team called the wave squad just like how we managed gully gang back then wave squad okay. is the next big thing not just in rap but also in the international music scene you know there's a lot of news and uh, i don't like to talk about uh, news and rumors unless it's con- it's concrete and out there so i'm going to save it for a surprise for everybody else you know yeah definitely definitely what is army e the three words right if you if you look at the screen my name right here is raja mukherjee yeah. if you take the first uh, alphabet of raja it's r mm-hmm. right and if you take the first and the last alphabet of mukherjee it's m e so it's comes mm-hmm. together by 13 uh, letter name into three little words but my name is raja which is the king and every king needs an army so it's a word play on army again oh that's interesting that's a good insight the, the line that i i kind of so uh, red raja uh, it says only anchor in the world to customize the rap music for brands yeah. and what you were telling me of like a few uh, couple of hours ago when we were chatting that you have rapped on a corporate stage in a corporate show right let's let's talk the word about that a bit how have you merged the rap or rap culture into hardcore corporate right. stuff and then let's also talk a little more about your journey as a professional anchor professional mc post 2013 uh, let's talk about that see if you go out in the market and if you get a cell phone right which has the similar specs you're actually going to just look at the price point and not the value point of things and i'm here to actually create value over uh, a price hype into a couple of things and i've always uh, looked at myself as i have skills which is rapping and i love rapping right it's not like something that i just can do for fun and i've been doing mm. it for the last uh, 16 years of my life so mm. that means uh, there is no way that it's just an infatuation it's a relationship that i'm into with my craft so i said why not what do i need as an anchor i need a mic what do i need as a rapper i need a mic what do i need as an anchor i need words what do i need as a rapper i need words okay why not you know thin the line between them and actually show mm. the guy who can balance both sides wear a suit look stylish presentable and actually go ahead and rock it out and uh, we've customized a couple of songs we've customized uh, the wow anthem which is the industry awards for uh, wow awards for all the events okay. across asia um then we've uh, made a song for hdfc ergo which is one of the biggest life insurance uh, you know uh, which is the, one of the biggest general insurance brands of india and we've actually mm-hmm. taken rap and we've put it in a bottle of general insurance and talk about what their vision is because rap is something just like bruce lee said it's water you know it can flow all you need to do is mm. have words flowed in a good rhythm presented to an audience that can actually absorb it you know uh, that's what i say you know there are two types of rap one is something that's very difficult for people to get which is uh, mm. not easily digestible but there is another type of rap which is maida rap which i like to call it maida because maida is something you can make anything out of maida you can make a pizza waste you can make a bread you can make whatever you know at the end of the day so i'm like if people like maida give them maida if people like mm. multi grain give them multi grain just have variations and varieties right available with you mm. 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 apple just came out with one phone and stuck with it for 20 years you think they would have been uh, a trillion dollar valuation company right now i don't think so they've kept evolving they've kept moving on they've kept doing things that are, that are different right so yeah 
that's i, I mean okay. i don't as an entertainer i don't look at myself as a person doing entertainment i look at myself as a brand creating products within the entertainment space that's a very interesting insight i'm very sure the journey which is so unconventional there you are rapping you are emceeing you get you are in space which is extremely overcrowded like every second guy would say i'm an anchor and people believe that you know, anybody can do anchoring which which i personally know is not a cake walk you need hell lot of confidence and different level of skill set to be on that stage for that long uh, uh, and, and 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 i've seen you you know it's it's not just scripted you have to be really really play around with the audience uh, a lot know, can be scripted uh, a lot can be scripted but then a lot needs to be like your instincts and how you would react to a yeah. certain situation and make it fun for the audience you know like stay around the frame stay around the work i mean obviously you're you're on stage for a purpose for a reason it's not an extempore competition i mean you're on stage to do what you need to do but yeah right. sometimes you know when you're two in a box people are like are yaar ye to cut 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 karke chale jayega and when you're uh, in a box, you become jack in a box we'll see people go like woo and they actually had fun with it because you're producing a certain type of an emotion within their head you know it's it's a way that you need to create ups downs highs lows all of these things how do you see failure because i'm sure in a in a unconventional journey what is the advice for people in this specific uh, career and now in uh, these uncertain times what do you advise as a professional as a rapper as a mc as a as a entertainment entrepreneur let's look at it as all times right not uncertain times and certain times uh, uh because my basic motto in life is adapt evolve and become the new you you know you found your okay. calling perfect now go ahead find your next calling i'm always going to stick around my core competency which is entertaining and then diversify mm-hmm. here there wherever within that nucleus pointing out here there everywhere not like i'm a uh, you know from entertainment i might move in, uh, move into infotainment which is also what cut the crop is doing but right. it's not you're going to see me as a financial advisor somewhere no that's not going to happen so i know where to move and what to do there are two ways to look at failure right one is to learn something out of it two is to get disheartened out of it and uh, number three which is really important is actually to take a hybrid of these two situations learn something out of it and also realize that hey cool i failed because i did something wrong here acceptance is the most important thing i have never looked at failure as something that's going to stop me a failure just told me all right if this didn't work out try the next you know there's there's no one with a plan a and plan nothing there's always a plan there are 26 alphabets you know you can actually have plan x y z you know mm-hmm. at least try is before you call it a failure you know just it's okay you know it's it's not a success at one go fine mm-hmm. but uh, a lot of things are not a success at one go so what are we trying to do out here let us talk a little about i want to know your perspective how has the industry dynamics changed uh post covid do you see any change do you see uh, you know post covid about uh, post covid but right now we are during covid so we are in dc era like that mm-hmm. was this is dc and then there is ac right so AC, yeah 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 one business that we are talking about which is the musical business and the music industry um when we were growing up me and you like right now it's funny man but uh, we we are a little old compared to the generation now so uh, yeah uh, we had cassettes right our uh, parents and uh, their parents had record players lps mm-hmm. and the generation when we were growing up cds came into play yep right then the ipod came into play then the napsters came into play 
now all of that is gone you've got your spotify your streamings all of that you've got your cell phone where you can literally go into the world so aren't you seeing a pattern covid or not the industry is designed to evolve every 7 years there is a curve there is a curve and sometimes the covid will force you to get that curve but sometimes right. you will just have to understand that there is a curve i mean i read somewhere uh, you know it took instagram a couple of years to hit 4 uh, years to hit about 10 million users or uh, 50 million users sorry um, mm-hmm. in that space but wherein it took zoom 5 months right because the scenario pushed you to do that and you had to adapt in a jiffy because if you didn't mm-hmm. adapt you would be left behind right and uh, right now how i see it is digital game is going to be there but no amount of zooms and booms and you know none of these internet speeds all of that will make this interaction more amazing which is me sitting right next to you and having this chat with an audience absolutely is different you know and mm-hmm. this energy is different you know it's a different spectacle for audience as well um let's uh, you know so many concerts live venues all of that it will come back but it will this this a uh, spe- specific style will definitely eat into at least 20 to 25% of the market yep they are undoubtedly mid- 20 to 25% of the market i mean if you want to start as an mc right now these are one of the toughest times to kind of start yes but okay. uh, time, times are tough but so are we supposed to be tough and that's what makes us right so people start at the starting line you my friend if you are starting in 2020 you are starting even behind the starting line right you understand right. you are not even starting in the on your mark get set go you are starting like 50 meters behind the starting line and you have to cover that distance so mm-hmm. are you okay do you have it in you to give yourself that much hustle now i started off selling pizzas at smoking joes then i went mm-hmm. on to computers for dell then i went on selling mortgages for city bank and then i started mm-hmm. uh, uh detecting frauds for american express right okay that's so, interesting jaini yeah and then i said you know i had to help with all of these things i think one very important thing we say in the startup world is that you always start in minus 5 years so yeah. every entrepreneur when they're starting something new in terms of a startup they start in minus 5 and then they kind of build on company because at least if you're building something which is out of the world in terms of a company it will take you at least 3 years to figure out a business model that's almost what we thought i mean days, that's right? what i just said in a recent interview you know entertainers need to think like entrepreneurs you know who are not failed who are not afraid to fail and if you're not afraid to fail how the hell are you going to fail what were your initial struggling years were like It was fun, man. I was kind of having fun. I was learning new things that I did not learn in the books. I'm now, and believe me, when I say I started my artist management company, I implemented a lot of these corporate ideas into my business and mm-hmm. uh, in my startup. You know, I wanted to give proper customer service that you will not get professionally from a, a artist management company or any of these things. And it only came to me from receiving tips as selling pizza. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. being that pizza guy who was selling you pizza and getting uh, tips it came to me as a guy who was fixing your computers and you were thanking him and mm-hmm. he was getting a paycheck i could see what resolutions could do for people and how quick resolutions could impact them and uh, how also uh, you know if resolutions took too long how people would lose interest within themselves mm. so, you know 
yeah so that kind of did help me and i was never really uh, i always looked at it as a positive and i made sure uh, you know these th- i what did i do i studied bachelor's in mass media i did not do a mba or any of these type of things mass media taught mm-hmm. me advertising and communication wherein my job that paid me taught me how to run a business so i always look at it as a plus plus think of this kid right who's a rapper who's out there rapping how's been your family journey uh, what's been family like were they supportive not supportive and uh, in general people who do not find support from the family how do you think they should what what should they do uh, how do, how should they cope up and why is the family protective because they care about you they don't want mm-hmm. you to fail uh, wherein they do come with a whole bunch of experiences of a certain generation and a certain era mm-hmm. wherein times have changed and so have the generations and the era my family was uh, never really uh, against me doing anything that i kind of wanted to do a bit when i wanted to go out and study um, and uh, you know get a degree in uh, advertising or or either journalism which i had to pick in the last year they were okay with that when i wanted to sell but then again you know they they also pushed me and said yo go out work go out work mm. you know so that smoking joe's job i went in there is because my mom told me go do it you know you need to get your butt to work or else you're going to grow up and become a lazy guy who just doesn't know how to do this and i was 16 at that time and i didn't regret anything because i always wanted to be an independent guy who would buy my own shoes who would buy my own uh, you know take my girlfriend out on a date or something like that whatever when i told her i'm going to go out and perform and this is that for the uh-huh. longest time she didn't even know i rap she just did not oh. know i rap one once upon a day uh, once a one, uh, one fine day once upon a time you know when she opened the door in my room just came in to ask something she saw me just uh, standing in front of the mirror and just practicing my lines she like what the hell are you doing i'm like yeah just rehearsing she like oh okay not bad do it do it good good keep it up we used to do that as well so you know when right. that comes in right as a kid i was already motivated to do that what is the longest relationship you've been in i'm like 27 years they're like 27 years how like you're 30 i'm like yeah because when i was 3 i stepped on stage and i left, never left her alone after that you know i'm still on stage whenever you want me to put on stage what's next in next 10 years 12 12 years or 5 years rather sure there is cut the crop that the entire world kind of knows because i announce it personally uh from my social media channels and broadcast it and all of that there's cut the crop that is going to have an entrepreneur mind state community that i'm kind of building rap album raja versus army um mm-hmm. is often works there in creation then there's a whole bunch of uh line extensions within the brand of cut the crop that is already planned uh in my head um apart from that we're writing a whole bunch of things i'm i can't wait for the world to open up and go out there and start performing i just uh yeah. shot something uh, you know amazing in front of the green screen yesterday in a studio so can't wait for uh-huh. that to be next month um yeah there is also a track that's going to come out before uh, the independence day this is the first time i'm actually even announcing it uh before okay. i put it on social media channel and it's going to have a patriotic sentiment towards it but on the current scenario with rap and uh, make it fun as well at the same time you know nothing that raja does should not have entertainment and fun attached to it is what i believe exactly nice uh, fun interaction with you and Absolutely. I'm, I'm, i'm so happy you signed up for this and you came on the on the show and i hope to catch up with you soon really uh, in in like in person very soon have enough of this digital meeting this entire world you know business meetings can happen digitally that's okay 
but meeting per, uh, meeting people and having that personal touch and that's always something that's going to be missed till the time we start doing it again and everybody yep. who's tuned into uh, cracking the code make sure you guys tune in every week because this is man right here dil nawaz as uh, you know we all know dil as i fondly uh, fondly call him dk yes. as the world would love to call him you know is doing something really amazing and getting these things out to you guys so there is no way you want to miss what this man is putting together man he's putting a lot of work uh, work behind it and i know it because he's hit me up for it and uh, <laughs> I, i see how it goes and you know as they say third time's the charm what better to have me on your uh, you know show as a third guest yeah. absolutely thank you so much raja so we will we'll wrap here thank you so much for signing up and i'll see you on the other side thank you bye